When the Dobbs case overturned Roe versus Wade last year, we celebrated this decision. It was an answer to prayers and a lot of hard work for decades. But that didn't mean the work was over for the pro-life movement here in Oregon. There is still so much more to be done. Joining me this morning to let us know what Oregon Right to Life is working on, details on a special week to celebrate life, is Makaira Williamson, their community outreach director. Good morning, Makaira. It is great to have you on the morning show. Good morning, Brenda. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Makai, first share with our listeners how you became involved in the pro-life movement and your term now at Oregon Right to Life. Yes, absolutely. So my background is actually in education. I have a degree in English. I taught English at a private school in Portland for a little bit before I decided to go back to school at Boise State University, where I got a master's in English, where I taught college level writing. And then when I graduated, I was looking around to decide what I wanted to do next. And that was right when uh, the Dobbs decision came out. And I knew that I wanted to be involved in making a difference in Oregon. If I'm going to be here in this state, I want to be part of protecting life and supporting life and changing our culture from this culture of death to a culture of life. And so when that opportunity opened up with Oregon Right to Life, I jumped at the chance to be involved. And I have been loving my work ever since with Oregon Right to Life. Makaira, when you spent those years on college campuses during your education, did you find that you were kind of an outlier and found it difficult to find like-minded people that supported life the way that you did? I, I would say so. In my undergraduate degree, I went to a private liberal arts college. So there are many more like-minded people there. But at the public university, it was, I was very much the outlier mm-hmm. and it was difficult to find people who would respect your opinion, uh, let alone listen to you state it in good faith. So it has been really wonderful to be working on a team with like-minded people where we have that common goal together. Makaira Williamson is joining me today. She is the Community Outreach Director for Oregon Right to Life. We're talking this morning about how the work continues in the pro-life movement. Makaira, as I said in our introduction, we celebrated the Supreme Court decision last year on the Dobbs case. In fact, research is now showing that tens of thousands of lives in the last year have been saved because of the decision. But that doesn't mean that the work has ended, especially here in Oregon. There's so much to do. What has Oregon Right to Life been working on in the last year since that decision was made? Oh, there is so much going on. It's very exciting. With the Dobbs decision, I think there was shock for a little bit, right? You know, the pro-life movement had been working toward this for nearly 50 years. And it was kind of that colossal thing that we were trying to achieve. And so when that happened, we absolutely rejoiced and were delighted in that because there were 64 million lives lost during the time of Roe v. Wade. And so we are so excited and happy to have that overturned. But the fact still remains that Oregon uh, does not have any protections for the unborn in our state. Abortion is legal until the moment of birth for any reason. And so we kind of had to turn from rejoicing to, okay, what now? How do we seize on this moment? How do we build momentum? How do we continue saying that we will protect life in this state? And it has been so exciting to see pro-life advocates across Oregon commit to protecting life and affirm that we are here 
to support women and families and to protect the unborn, and that we will not back down no matter what our culture is saying about the value of life. And that's one of the reasons I'm so excited about this program that we have coming up with Celebrate Life, because it's an opportunity for advocates to keep doing that and keep celebrating life and protecting life and saying that we are here no matter what the law in Oregon says. We are here, Makaira, and it is an exciting week. As I said, while there is much work to be done, it doesn't mean that we can't celebrate the hard work of so many people for decades, as you said. Beginning June 26th, all week long is a Celebrate Life Week. Oregon Right to Life, every day you are celebrating a unique aspect or idea for the day. I would love to start talking about this now. So how did you guys decide to set up this week and how did you pick all of these special opportunities to celebrate all the different aspects of the pro-life movement? Yes, it initially was just born out of the idea that, you know, we need to celebrate. This is an exciting moment and we want to build momentum on that and continue moving forward in the pro-life movement in Oregon. And it hatched initially out of thinking about outreach and how many people in Oregon don't know what the law is. In Oregon, the law says abortion is legal until birth for any reason, which most pro-choice people actually disagree with. That's how extreme the law is here. And so how do we make people aware of that fact and encourage them to change their voting habits and how they support women and families? So we started with thinking about that, and then we started thinking, okay, how do we support life in general in Oregon? Because it is so much more than just supporting life during pregnancy. It's also about supporting women, about supporting families, about supporting foster and adoptive families, and helping throughout every stage of life. And so that's kind of how we hatched the idea of a week of days where we have different themes and we're focusing on different ideas, elements of being pro-life and supporting life in Oregon. Everything from outreach and talking to your neighbors to praying outside an abortion facility to help women see that there are other options and choices. And so it kind of runs the gamut. There are a lot of options and ways for people to be involved because we also know that the pro-life movement is not limited to one skill set. And sometimes people feel like, oh, well, I'm not good at that. I can't get involved in that way. But there are so many ways to get involved. And we also wanted to highlight that so that advocates in Oregon see the importance of their involvement in so many different ways, not just at working in a pregnancy resource center, but also through prayer, through babysitting for a young family, and all of those elements come together to create that culture of life in Oregon. Makaira, I believe that you are right when people do not realize about the extremity of Oregon's abortion law beginning on June 26th. That first day is focused on grassroots outreach. What is uh, this opportunity available to people on Monday? Yes, so grassroots outreach, it's an opportunity for people to get involved with door knocking and going around and telling their neighbors what the law is what it means for Oregon families, and how they can be a part of changing the law and changing the culture in Oregon. And I know from the conversations I've had with people, uh, Oregonians are often shocked to find out what the law really says. And many of them, they know that's not true, and they have to walk away and Google it to verify that that's what the law is. And so reaching the middle of people who are willing to consider the pro-life view is so important. 
And that's what we're doing with grassroots outreach is people have the opportunity to sign up with an app uh, that will let them target households that are more likely to be persuaded to the pro-life view. So instead of knocking on random doors and hoping for a friendly ear, you're going to households where you know they're probably going to listen to you and you're spending your time well and you're making your case to them about why they should support life in Oregon. And so there's so many opportunities to get involved. We have door hangers in Salem and Kaiser. We're having a super Monday of sorts where people can gather at the Oregon Right to Life office and then head out to door knock together. Oh, it is perfect, especially if you want to involve yourself in this way, but you feel a little hesitant, maybe going out alone. It's a great opportunity on Monday to join in on that. If you go to ORTL.org, Celebrate Life, you'll have these great action items that Makaira was just talking about, and you can join in. Makaira, I've enjoyed our conversation. We've only gotten through Monday. There is a whole week of activities, but I am coming up against my break. Can you stay with me through the break? so we can continue to celebrate life in our next half hour. Absolutely, Brenda. Thank you. And I am back with Makaira Williamson. Makaira is the Community Outreach Director at Oregon Right to Life. It is a new post for her, but boy, she has really jumped in and had a great week ahead to celebrate life. Makaira, thanks so much for staying with me through the break. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. Makaira, we began to talk about the special Celebrate Life Week. It runs through the week and every day has a very special theme. On Tuesday, Pregnancy Resource Center support. This is wonderful. Tell our listeners what can happen on Tuesday for them to get involved in. There's so many ways to get involved in Pregnancy Resource Center support. And a lot of times... Pregnancy resource centers actually need that special skill set that you may not think of. They need help with keeping up their yard work or maybe building on to their facility, a project like that, painting the back room. There are ways to get involved with your skills in that sense. But there are also ways to just support the pregnancy resource by giving center, by giving them the funding and the materials that they need to continue their mission. Pregnancy resource centers are not funded by the state. Uh, they are they're dependent on the goodwill of donors to and their desire to help women and families. And so they often can use uh, clothing, maternity clothes, uh, new or gently used, a newborn to, I believe it's 4T usually yeah. is what they need in the clothing range. And so it can be anything from providing that to setting up a baby bottle drive at your church uh, to gather donations to support the Pregnancy Resource Center volunteering to help out with their fundraising events that they have coming up or just showing up and saying, hey, what do you need me to do? I've got a pair of hands and I can scrub a floor or I can scour a sink. I'm here to help. Oh, I think that is absolutely wonderful. Just stepping in to fill the void is exactly what you'll be able to do. Makaira, I've often heard this, especially in looking at different videos where, you know, people are having heated discussions about the pro-life movement and that pro-life movement is accused of being pro-birth and that we don't care once the baby is born that our goal has been done. On Wednesday, though, Celebrate Life Week, 
focuses on family support, not just on making sure a child is born, but making sure their family, their mothers are taken care of in any type of situation or crisis that they might be in. Tell our listeners about how families need to be supported. Yes. And Brenda, you are so right in the fact that people often mischaracterize the pro-life movement as not caring about children after they're born. And that is so far from the truth in every interaction I've had with advocates. Uh, They're so dedicated to supporting women and families before and after birth. And through family support, you can find ways to help with that, whether it's through donating to a local food bank, uh, finding a way to help with housing security, uh, donating to a domestic violence shelter, or even if you know a young family with a young mom who's busy and could use a break, helping out and babysitting, doing something to lighten the load of a young family or a mother. And there's so many ways to do that. We're just offering some starting points, but you know your community best, right? And everyone can look around and see what need is there in the families in my area and how can I help fill that need? Makaira Williamson is the outreach director at Oregon Right to Life. And even though the Dobbs case opened up such amazing ways that the lives of the innocent will be saved, the work is still continuing. And coming up, though, this week, we're going to be celebrating that decision. And Oregon Right to Life is focusing on a unique aspect of what we can all join in during the Celebrate Life Week. Makaira, in our introduction, we talked a little bit about fostering and adoptive family services and it is there's such a need in this area for people to join in and support perhaps they're not able to adopt or foster but that doesn't mean they can't focus and help on this particular day also tell us a little bit about foster and adoptive family support yes i know foster fostering and adopting are really really big commitments and for a lot of families that isn't feasible right now but there's so many ways to get involved. There, you can make welcome boxes for children who are entering the foster care system to help them feel less alone as they're entering that strange new territory. You can create launch boxes that are designed to help students who are graduating, aging out of the foster care system, and now they're going out and starting their own lives and they need additional support in that way. You can become a court-appointed special advocate or CASA is one way to really make a difference. Uh, CASAs are involved with the foster care system, and their job is to advocate for that child and their best interest in the courts. And so walking with them through that journey. In some cases, the CASA may be the most reliable person in that child's life. And so there's so many ways to get involved. Sometimes that's you know putting the boxes together, providing that material support, and sometimes it's that interpersonal support as well but it's not limited to the formal programs that you're going through. You can also get involved just by looking around. Is there a foster parents night out being held in your community? Can you sign up to help out with the babysitting so that those parents can go take a break and be refreshed and rejuvenated to continue the important service that they're doing? And so it doesn't even have to be formal in that sense, right? You can just, if you know a foster adoptive family, say, hey, do you need a night off? Do you need a meal? Mm. Uh, Do you need me to come over and clean the kitchen so that you can take a nap, right? And there's so many ways to just be creative and use our different skill sets to serve and support foster and adoptive families. 
Makaira, as we move through this Celebrate Life Week, Friday, June 30th, we come to Sidewalk Advocacy. Tell our listeners about this. We often talk about the 40 Days for Life campaigns in the spring and in the fall. What is going to be happening on Friday? Is this a day just to find resources or will people be gathering on Friday to stand vigil? We are asking people to stand vigil if they're able, even just for 30 minutes or an hour, your presence outside an abortion facility saves lives. And we know that because Planned Parenthood tells us and they complain and they'll say, hey, there's all these people out here praying and people aren't coming in for their appointments. So we know that this works and it doesn't have to be fancy. You don't have to be well-trained because anyone can stand there and pray on behalf of the unborn. And I think sometimes this is another area where we feel not qualified. You know, who am I to go stand there? And who am I to take on this responsibility? But it's an opportunity, and it's a responsibility that we have and we need to fulfill to speak up for the unborn at that last moment when their lives can be saved. Oh, amen to that. It is a week of celebration coming up next week. Makaira Williamson at Oregon Right to Life joining us today. On the final day, this is fantastic. Now, you have guided everybody along every single day, but come Saturday, July 1st, this is fantastic for people who are inspired by what we have been talking about. Choose your own adventure. I think that is absolutely perfect. What can people do to choose their own adventure on Saturday, July 1st? Yes, during Saturday, people have the opportunity to go back and maybe repeat a theme from earlier in the day. They said, you know, I'm really drawn to helping foster an adoptive family. So I'm going to do that again. This is where my skills are. This is where I see a need in my community. Or maybe they're looking around and they're saying, wow, there's this big gap. There's this need in my community that I have not seen filled this week. And so I'm going to step in to this area with my skills and talents and uh, connections to help serve in this way. And sometimes it's repeating a theme. One theme that we do encourage to be repeated is sidewalk advocacy for Saturday because many abortion facilities are operating on Saturday. So there's a big need to repeat that day. But it's a chance for people to mull it over, think about how they can best serve, the needs that they see, and really step in. And our hope is that this will not be just Saturday choosing your own adventure, but continuing to choose your own adventure as you support life throughout the year. We are here to protect the unborn and support life, not just when we're celebrating or having a good time, but also when it gets hard and when we're busy. And our hope is that people will continue to choose their own adventure and serve their communities and support life throughout the year. Oh, it is fantastic week ahead. Makaira, thanks so much for joining us. For listeners who want to find out more information, there's some information too about a passport that people can fill out while they go through the Celebrate Life Week. Where can listeners go to find more information? For more information, you can go to ortl.org slash celebrate life. You'll have all of the themes for each day with suggested activities. Also has the passport that you can fill out to be entered to receive a piece of our new merchandise uh, that celebrates the overturn of Roe v. Wade. So check that out. 
Also, you can email celebratelife at ortl.org with questions or to request resources to help with any of the days. I also encourage everyone to look at our resources and Pregnancy Resource Center list and make sure that you know where the Pregnancy Resource Center is in your community because you never know who you're going to meet who may need that information. And we want to be prepared and ready to share that with anyone at any time. Oh, well, thank you so much for all that you do for Oregon Right to Life, Makaira. And thank you so much for joining us today on The Morning Blend. God bless you. Thank you, Brenda. You have a wonderful day. And again, that is Makaira Williamson, the Community Outreach Director at Oregon Right to Life. I will also be sure to include links that will get you right to the Celebrate Life Week with all that information. You're going to find those links on the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app.